1: You can also find all my books on Amazon and other retailers. And now, on to the show. I'm here in Durham, North Carolina at the 2023
2: CXPS, that's Client Experience for Professional Services Conference. Today, we're going to talk about CX and professional services and some of the unique challenges and opportunities. To help me discuss this topic, I'd like to welcome Tammy Naguki, Principal Marketing and Client Experience at Environmental Design Group. Tammy, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you, Greg. It's good to be here. Thank you for inviting me.
2: Yeah, looking forward to talking about this with you and enjoying the conference so far. Why don't we start by you giving a little background on yourself, as well as what you're currently doing at Environmental Design Group.
0: Sure. So I have a marketing background that was uh, my passion and what drove me into the AEC industry sort of by accident, but getting into the marketing space uh, made it seem a little bit more comfortable. As anybody who is in this space knows, it's a steep learning curve. So, falling back on marketing was sort of an easy way to ease into it. But then, shortly after being in this industry, I met Blake and Ryan at a Zwijk conference and immediately became immersed in client experience and all things client experience. And with their help, launched our company's first client experience program about two, two and a half years ago.
2: Wonderful. So uh, we're going to start by talking a little bit about the, the CXPS conference, and then I'll talk a little bit more about your, your experience and, uh, in professional services and, and CX. Is this your first time at the, at the CXPS conference?
0: This is my second year.
2: Great, great. So what are you seeing, you know, from maybe this year to uh, last, like any, any changes or any, anything that you're noticing in the, in the industry?
0: You know, it's funny, last year, I don't think we would have even thought about talking about AI. And this year, it seems to be the buzzword that's yeah. popping into every session. Yeah. So that's kind of a an indication of how quickly things are changing in our industry. It, certainly, that's happening for everybody. But our industry tends to be on the slower end of adoption for some of those things. So it's exciting to hear people start talking about things like AI and wanting to be on the cutting edge of that.
2: Yeah, man. God, any. Anything else that seems to be uh, prevalent or kind of popping up, or or even that you're looking forward to hearing more about?
0: You know, there's always some common themes that run through this conference. You know, communication is always number one, and from a marketing chair, that's what we like to hear people talking about. Is more and more communication is going to help the the project experience and the client experience. But you know, with this conference in particular we're really leaning on one another for ideas and how things are working and trying things out. And, you know, what's working for one company might work for our company or some of the lessons that I've learned can help someone else from tripping or something, you know, that they're planning for the next year. So really it's, it's a lot about lessons learned for, for me anyway. Uh, The technology is great, but really knowing that I can take something back from this conference that I can immediately implement and know that it'll have a high chance of success is what's really important.
2: Yeah. Right. What are you looking forward to most this year at the conference? We're, we're about like a day in, right? So we're kind of in the middle, but yeah. Uh,
0: for me, this is my favorite conference of the year. And, you know, I think that a lot of that has to do with the people that I meet when I'm down here. The group that was down here last year is, you know, the core group is still here again this year. So familiar faces and friends that we met last year and reconnecting with old, old friends. In our industry, especially, it's built on relationships, which is why client experience works so well. So when we come down here and we get to experience more of those relationships outside of work, it's kind of nice.
2: Nice, nice, that's great. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about client experience and and professional services in general. And so, you know, on this show, we talk a lot about CX and and related topics, but in a, you know, across a lot of different industries, what what makes professional services and and CX unique?
0: I think it's that long the sales cycle you know, some of our projects can last years. You know, we're not talking months. Sometimes it's months, but a lot of times it's years. So really building that relationship with the client throughout that course of winning the project, working on the project, and then the follow-up, and then trying to get that repeat work. All of that relies, relies so heavily on the re- experience that they're having during that project and the relationship that they're forming with the project manager and the rest of the project team during the course of that project.
2: Yeah. So could you actually, for the for the audience's sake, can you talk a little bit about the kind of work that your your company does just to give some context there
0: yeah so we're a multidisciplinary engineering firm so primarily the site and civil engineering side of things but we also do design work planning landscape architecture touch a lot of different areas basically we say anything that happens outside the walls of the building is something that we have our hands in especially uh is it when it comes to site development so you know in all of those areas you know those projects you know From the moment that we find out that a project is needed we're already talking about funding and getting all of the resources together to put that project in place and getting the team assembled and working with so many different stakeholders that you know really makes it cx so much more important for what we're doing on a day-to-day basis
2: yeah to your point i mean those are those are definitely not weeks or months long projects probably most mostly right
0: well sometimes we hear about these projects years in advance but they're not actually going to break ground if you know for a few more years out too. So we have a lot of time to prepare. There's really no excuse for us to fall down on not building those relationships.
1: Before we continue, let's take a quick break. If you're like many marketing leaders today, you're inundated with a need to improve the customer experience across an increasing number of channels and touch points, all while ensuring your team is performing well, innovating and continuously improving. So how do you find the time to determine what's next for you, your team, your brand and your customers? My company GK5A can help, whether it is advisory services, evaluation of marketing technology platforms and solutions, or digital agencies and implementation partners, or assistance with creating strategic roadmaps and prioritization of efforts, we've done it all and served as an ally to Fortune 1000 brands and industries like financial services, healthcare, consumer electronics, professional services, and more. You can learn more about these services and contact us at www.gk5a. That's www.gk5a.com. Now let's get back to the show. So
2: as, as you've mentioned, professional services, it's a very relationship-driven business. Yeah. Is CX as a practice a relatively new thing in your, you know, in your particular industry, it's just hasn't been acknowledged as such, or, you know, what do you think there's a grow, a growing, you know, acknowledgement that CX is really important? It's how is this kind of growing and evolving in you know, in your industry?
0: Yeah. So looking at it from a marketing perspective, we can look at the major brands outside of our industry. So you look at like we're standing at Marriott. So the Marriott is a great example. Southwest Airlines is another one. So you look at the big brands and what they're doing. They've been providing experiences or experiential marketing for decades. And that's really what their companies are built on. And when I stepped into my role in the AEC industry, it was really, it kind of felt like cheating. I was taking ideas that were already t- tried, tested and true in commercial brands and bringing them into the service industry, which was it immediately differentiates us in this industry. When we start applying some of those commercial brand B2C or uh, B2C um, concepts for marketing into the B2B world, you know, you're differentiating yourself. You're already jumping out ahead of your competition.
2: Yeah. So from the client perspective, then, you know, they've got, they've got a number of choices. I mean, there's, you have competition just like any, any business does. How do you deal you know client experience? I would imagine the, the biggest differentiator is once you start working or even once you start interacting or whatever, how do you differentiate, how do you let potential clients know the experience they can expect before they ever, you know, how do you get in the door? In other words, with client experience, like is is it a kind of like the tip of the spear kind of sales thing or is, do you have to hire you to kind of experience that?
0: I think that's an interesting question. And, you know, for our firm, when we talk, we started talking about bringing CX into the fold. Well, when we surveyed our customers and our clients, we figured out right away that we were already providing exceptional client experience. We were already doing a lot of the things that we wanted to continue doing because we knew how important they were. And the nice thing about bringing a formalized CX program on board was that now we got to spread that knowledge out across the entire company. Some groups were doing it exceptionally well. Some groups weren't doing it at all. And now we had a path forward. We knew what it looked like, yeah. and we could start applying it across the board.
2: So how do you, um, how do you measure success in, in CX?
0: In, in our industry, it's really easy to measure CX because it's all about return business. It's all about referrals. If we've built the relationship the way we thought we did, we're already getting invited back to the table for the next project, or we're being referred to other municipalities, other clients, other private, public clients to do work in the similar areas.
2: What about the connection between employee experience and, and client experience? How, how have you seen that in, in your company?
0: So was it Sir Richard Branson that said if uh, if you treat your clients well, they will treat your your customer as well. That's that's really the basic philosophy of EX and CX. If you have a strong company culture that's founded on your values, it's founded on your who you believe you and who you believe you are and who you say you are, and you treat your employees that way, they will automatically treat your clients that way, and it just grows from there. I don't think you can have a good strong CX program without a strong EX program.
2: Okay, they've agreed. Let's say those those firms that are a little bit behind the curve and you know, maybe they're even, they have good client relationships, but they would formalize the program. I mean, I think there's a lot of, to what you're saying, formalizing the program means it's standardized and kind of it's, it's evenly distributed. There's great client experience across the entire firm, no matter where you work. Right. You know, those that are a little bit behind the curve, let's say, where do they start? You know, what's a, what's a good starting point?
0: I think the best place to start is to sit down with your clients and start asking them those questions. You know, you don't you don't know if you're providing good client experience until your client tells you that you are. And nine times out of 10, you're going to find out that it might not be what you thought it was. You might think that you're delivering a great client experience and your client doesn't agree. So it's good. It's good to ask and find out and go from there.
2: Yeah. Thanks so much for joining here. I've got one last question before we wrap up here. So in your in your firm, it sounds like you're. You know, if we're if we're on the maturity scale of of, of client experience, you know, fairly far along and, and obviously there's always room for, for any organization to yeah. grow, but what do you what's next for you? You know, what what do you see as the next kind of the next stage that would be helpful to both the business as well as as your clients?
0: Yeah, I think it, most firms in our industry are trying to grow. What's that's our goal for everybody. And so growing means you're always adding new employees. Sometimes that's organically, sometimes that's through MA. So you're bringing new people into the fold, so you need to bring them into that culture. You need to acquire those clients. You need to expand your role in CX. So I think it's an evolving process. You're always going to be learning more. You're going to be learning what's what's important to those new clients, to those new employees. So I think it's an everyday challenge, and it's something that you really have to stay on top of. I would recommend not doing too many initiatives at one time. Start with something. We started with the Client Feedback Tool. And then build on that, start doing empathy mapping, maybe a year later, you know, try not to do too much at once so that you're really focusing and doing a good job on the initiatives that you do bring on board right away.
2: And I would imagine the, that kind of iterative approach that also helps everybody within the organization, yes. you know, kind of get uh, how many people are in the, how many employees are in the organization?
0: So when I started client experience at Environmental Design Group, we were at about 70 employees now are co- close to hundred. Okay. So we are growing. We are in that space and uh, it is an everyday, um, challenge for us.
2: Yeah. So you're growing and you yeah, you don't want to have too many things going on at once. And yet you competitive pressures. I mean, do you feel like your competition is starting to get savvy and catch up or, you know, do you, how, how, do, how do you feel like is, in other words, is this becoming more prevalent in your industry?
0: It is becoming more prevalent. We have enough of a leap ahead of our competition right now that I feel comfortable that they're not going to catch up to us anytime soon, but it's yeah. always something I've got. I'm watching that in my rearview mirror just to make sure.
2: Yeah. Yeah. All the, all the more reason. To keep Absolutely. For... Well, again, I'd like to thank uh, Tammy Ndeguki, a uh, principal marketing and client experience at environmental design group for joining the show. And if you weren't able to make it to CXPS this year, I highly recommend you mark your calendars for next year. We can learn more about Tammy and Environmental Design Group by following the links in the show notes.
1: Thanks again for listening to the Agile Brand with Greg Kilstrom podcast, brought to you by Tech Systems. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to subscribe on your podcast channel of choice and leave us a rating so that others can find the show more easily. You can access more episodes of the show at www.gregkilstrom.com. That's G R E G K I H L